Is that loud? Oh, these stupid headphones. We have to get a more professional start to the podcast. Broadcasting from Edmonton's majestic used hubcap district. Um, it's a it's a podcast. I just can't pull off a onesie. No, neither can I. Uh, that's not good. Kids today with their inline skates and their long boards that roll over everything. Totally weird and wild. It works, but it's weird. You know what's underrated? Ravioli. Oh, God, that's awful. It smells like smoke coming off someone's ass. My God, do people not know I'm at work? The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. I feel anxious today. I feel super anxious. It's, uh, I gotta go to the dentist this afternoon at three o'clock. Oof. I hate having to wait all day for a dentist appointment. Yeah. Too. Booking that thing at three was a huge mistake. Well, this is a rescheduling. Oof. So this is my own fault. I've Oof. made my own bed. Yeah, now you get to sit. You don't get to enjoy your lunch. You don't get to have a snack. You probably can't have a soda pop if you wanted to have one. Yeah, I'm going to have to go home and floss before I go because that tricks them every single time. They're like, huh, has he been flossing all year? No, just that once right before I went. You're you're welcome. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I just find, and I'm, I'm not going there. It's not like I'm going for a root canal or anything. I'm just going for a cleaning and a checkup. But for some, I hate it so much. And I like my dentist and I like the people that work in his office. I just find the whole experience rather invasive. Yeah, it is. And uh, I stopped at one point going to the dentist. I yeah, went like a decade. Yeah, you had a pretty good run there if not gone. Yeah, I did. Because like all through grade school and stuff, you know, my mom would set the appointment and take me. Yeah. And I didn't have cavities all through grade school. And then I said, in grade 12, I was like, if I get one more no cavity thing. This is just a waste of my time. I'm not going anymore. And I didn't for about a decade. Yeah. You, you just said, oh, damn, Bryce, you're good at teeth. And uh, when I went back, like I had a few cavities, but it was just <laughs> like, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't that bad. Uh, there's going to be this whole charade today too, where they, they put those dumb safety glasses on you. Do you have to, when did that have to start being a thing? And they're not stylish. You know what they are? No. They're those ones that like, your grandparents wear, and they buy them because they're huge and they can wear them over top of their glasses, glasses. That's what they put on you. And you lay back in the chair with that dental dam in your mouth and you do that song and dance with your dentist where he's like, what channel do you want the TV on? And you're like, I don't know. How about HGTV? And then you both have to pretend you don't know what channel that is. Yeah, it's three o'clock on a Wednesday. What do you think is on? Yeah. I don't want I don't want to watch news. I don't want to get bummed out. So I'll just watch probably some log home restoration thing. Yeah, that's always a good choice. Yeah. Uh, it's funny you bring up the safety glasses thing cuz just yesterday I was watching TV and a commercial came on for lawn mowers and it was this <sighs> husband and wife lawn mowing their their yard and they all had safety glasses on. I'm like, "Who wears safety glasses when they're Using a lawnmower. Five years from now, that ad will be safety glasses and safety vests. Yeah. In their, that, is that the same one where it's like the end of the day and their lawn looks beautiful and you can see them kind of soft focus in the background yes. sitting on there and all the tools are lined up on the front lawn? Yes, that exact one. And I'm like, that is so, do you know how dirty a weed whacker gets? <laughs> like the minute you fire that thing up for the first time, 
fake. Somebody came in and detailed those. Yeah, no chance. And why did they, now they're sitting and relaxing and drinking lemonade on their front steps or what? Why would you leave all the tools on display right by the street like that? Yeah, put those away. Yeah, and then enjoy your lemonade or whatever you're drinking. I want realistic commercials. Yeah. I want the one where they're not wearing safety. They're maybe wearing sunglasses. Yeah. And, uh... Like, she was even wearing safety goggles. She was using the leaf blower to get the loose grass yes. off the sidewalk, and she had safety glasses on. I'm like, yeah. come on. Look, I'm all about safety, but we know in that commercial she's not even, the thing's not even really turned on. Come on, we don't need the safety glasses. We Can't get it. fool us. Man. Yeah. That's what I always say. Uh, we did witness something pretty interesting this morning, though. What? The start oh. of a high-speed chase. <laughs> yeah, it went right by our window. And we were live on the radio at the time, and uh, God, I get distracted easily when stuff happens outside our window. Well, like, it had to be close to a dozen police cars all said and done. That but it wasn't just police cars. It was those SWAT trucks, too, that you don't even know exist until one goes roaring by, and you're like, where did we get that? SWAT trucks, there was unmarked police cars, yeah. and they were all going like 100 kilometers an hour uh, past the radio station. Turns out it was, uh, there was a police chase going on. <sighs> Do you they think were- they caught the perp? Apparently they did. So oh. said someone who texted in that oh. the bad guy was caught. Um, but it did make me think about uh, being in a police chase as a police officer would be like, is that exciting? Can you say that? I know it's dangerous. Yeah, I think it'd be terrifying. Or is it like, is it a rush? Is that your, f- okay, police officers. What is the best part of your job? Is it going super fast? And it's okay. We're not we're not making light of what you do for a living. Everybody's no. got a favorite part of their job. Because they're trained to do that, aren't yes. they? Yes. Is that the best part of your job when you get to go super fast? Because it looks pretty cool. Well, I will say that. I can't believe how fast they go, too. Oh, yeah. Like, it was nuts. So you heard this, whoo, whoo, whoo. Like, that's how fast they were going by the the window. It was nuts. Yeah. And I said, like, ooh, I want to be a police officer in a police chase, but I want to be in, like, the third or fourth car back. I mm. want to be the lead hog in that race. Yeah, you want to be uh, somewhere in the rocking chair. I want to like, be batting cleanup on that one. So, like, if they were to throw a bag of money out the window, I'd be the guy who collects that. You'd you know? pull over and collect all the money as it blew away in the ditch? Yeah. And- I don't want to be the one ramming him into the ditch. I want to be just collecting. <laughs> you don't want to be the one pulling the pit maneuver, Bryce. Is that where you like hit the back of the car and make them spin? Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't want to do that. No, because that could go horribly wrong. No, I want to watch from a safe distance. Let the more trained and skilled so people when, do that. When you're doing the pit maneuver, again, question for the police officers, you can contact us and uh, let us know. I don't know how you'll contact us. Do we even have an email address? How do people get in touch with us? Carrier pigeon, smoke signal, pen uh, pal, I don't know. You could probably do it through Facebook, Sonic1029. Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. But how do you not set off your airbag when you're trying to ram somebody off the road? Yeah, there must be a way. They must have a a system. Yeah. I want to know what that is. An airbag override? And I know this is incredibly dangerous. Mm -hmm. But the person who throws like a spike belt across the road, have you ever seen them do that? Oh, yeah. And the trick, and I had no idea that that was, because a friend of mine's a police officer, and he's had to do that many, many times. And he said, that's the worst part of his job. That's the most dangerous, scariest part. Because oh, you've no got to be right there next to the roadway, and you can't just throw the spike belt down. You have to wait until the guy's almost there, you throw it, and then you have to retract it immediately so all the other cars behind it don't blow their tires. Yeah. So you got to be standing right in harm's way. Yeah, when you see video of him doing it, like it it is a quick motion. And then a yoink. 
<laughs> when, when they pull it off? Yeah. Oh, boy. Okay, police officers. Best part of the job, worst part of the job. Those would be the most exciting parts. There's probably a lot of stuff of dealing with uh, oh, drunky poos. Yeah. That probably gets a little old. Where you have to get your squad car detailed yeah. at 2 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And you have to go home and get your emergency pants. That's not a great day. Mm-mm. No. You're listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. It's like radio, but on the internet. Wow! Hey, Bryce, I got to ask you a question here. I don't mm-hmm. know if I've ever asked you this before. Okay. Don't you just love driving along and all of a sudden that little oil light starts flashing on your dashboard? Oh my God, it's mixed emotions. On one hand, I need an oil change, but on the other hand, I get to go to Lube City. That's true. You do get to go to Lube City and see all of your friends. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there are 27 Alberta locations of Lube City. You can find them online at lubecity.ca. Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. Solving the world's problems one podcast at a time. As it turns out, I was way more interested in this story than a lot of people who are listening to the radio at like 6.15 in the morning or whenever it was. Uh, there's a lot of things that surprised me about this. Especially yeah. the, the stint in the hospital, not nearly as long as I thought it would be. I would have thought it'd be way longer. Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. Just two guys watching the world go by. I was trying to think, uh, what is the difference between a flex and a brag? Like a flex is, mm. is it, there's some humility. It's like it. how they say there's a fine line between confidence and arrogance, man. Yeah. I guess there's a fine line between a flex and a brag. Yeah. I can't quite figure out what it is yet, but. Maybe it's a, a brag is something that you're walking around being like, hey, did you see me parallel park over there? Yeah. And a flex is when other people are like, oh my God, did you see that guy parallel park? Either way, that's what we're talking about. We're talking about what's your flex. And, um, man, I got a text message. (laughs) It's a little graphic. It's, uh, that's why we're going to talk to this person early in the morning. Because the children are asleep. It's not sexual in nature. It's just kind of, it's a little gruesome. Oh, I know which one you're talking about. Uh, can I call? Hang on, I'm going to call. Let's see. (laughs) I wouldn't have believed it had I not checked out the Instagram. Oh, my God. Uh, hang on. Hello? Hey, it's Garner at Sonic. Yes. I didn't believe it until I went to your Instagram. Yeah, it's real. <laughs> and probably not for everybody. No, it definitely not. Yeah. Hey, what's your first name? Mark. So, Mark, your text uh, said... I was in a motorcycle accident when I was 17. I lost the use of my arm, so years later, I had it amputated. I now have the skeleton of my arm. Check out Real One-Arm Man on Instagram. And I did. And, uh, yeah, there's there's your arm. Yeah. <laughs> they let you... So when you go to get your arm amputated, they let you... Because there's a picture of you leaving the hospital with... Your arm in what appears to be a black garbage bag. Yeah, it was in a yellow garbage uh, uh, biohazard bag, oh. but they put it in a garbage bag just so it didn't look funny walking out with it. Yeah, you're allowed to do that though. Yeah, they let me. Hmm. I'm so. so what did you? You took the arm home and put it I, in the freezer because it was frozen when I got it back. Yeah. And tried to contact the taxidermy and. There's about five that said no before I finally found one. 
So you took your arm to a taxidermist and... Yeah, now I have the skeleton. How often do you whip that arm out at parties? Um, well, it just depends if somebody new is around. Yeah. A lot of, pe- lot of my friends have already seen it, so... How old are you now? Uh, 42. Oh, so it's been a while, right? Oh, yeah. So when you lost the use that you were 17, how old were you when you finally had that thing lopped off? Uh, about 40. It was about three years ago. Okay. Yeah. How long are you in the hospital when you have an arm amputated? I think it was two days. That doesn't seem like long enough. No. And things are okay in your life with one arm? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've adjusted quite well. I guess you probably don't really remember having two, do you? Uh, not really. I don't even attempt to use the other arm anymore, so... Yeah, but at first, is it sort of like... What is it, that phantom limb syndrome where you f- sort of feel like you still have that limb? Is that is that for real? Yeah, it still feels like it's there. It just, when you look down, it's gone. It's sort of like that sensation when you put your sunglasses up on your forehead and then you remove them and hours later you still feel like you have your sunglasses on your forehead? <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yes, exact same thing. Okay. Yeah. Well, Mark, where do people find you on Instagram if they want to check this out? And and I have a very weak stomach, but I was able to handle the pictures. Yeah. Real one-armed man. Okay. Just one word, yeah. Real one-armed man on Instagram. Go take a look. Hey, Mark, good to hear from you. Thanks for being out there. All right, right on. Thanks. Have a good day. You too. Bye. Okay. Wow. <sighs> wow. Was that too much for... No, no. No? No, I'm sure he could have got into a lot more detail. Well, yeah. It's interesting. I mean, I was shocked that it's two days in the hospital. I know. I would have thought six months. Yeah. I thought you'd be tied up there forever, but two days? Yeah. Oh, my God. And the fact that it's on display, like... (sighs) There's pictures on his Instagram of, you know, it just laying on a table. So is it just the bones? Yeah, now it is. Okay. But there are pictures where it's... What a weird thing. Not many yeah. people get to, you know, put their own bones on display. No, no. And and like I said before, it's like I think the takeaway here is that if you have something removed at the hospital, that's yours to keep. I had no idea. I don't think my first reaction would be like, hey, can I get that arm to go? No. Can I get a doggy bag? The picture of him leaving the hospital with it in a bag, he's got a big smile on his face. Something about it uh, being frozen, too. Yeah. Like, ugh. So when you get you get it home, you put it in the freezer next to the pizza pops. And What if you forgot to tell? Oh, God. Forgot to tell someone, like, they're going through your freezer looking for a freezy on a hot day. What's in here? Uh, ah! Do you think this has become too much? I actually really enjoyed that one. Okay. Yeah, it was really eye-opening. Anyway, that's Mark, and that's his... This is the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Uh, Scott, what's up? Hey, how's it going, Garner? Good, how about you? Oh, not bad. So, uh, fun fact, they don't always let you keep your body parts when you have them amputated. Oh, God. I asked three times, and they said, absolutely no way, it's biohazardous, you do not get it back. What were you trying to claim? Toe. Your toe. My toe was stolen from me in a hospital. Okay, hang on a second. I don't want to go into the gruesome graphic details, but can I ask, everybody who has lost the toe said it's really hard to walk, like to balance after. No, it was the second toe, so next to my big toe, so it didn't, it was more the, uh, 
the trauma that's caused me issues than the missing toe. The worst thing in your life is the fact that you can't buy those toe running shoes, right? No, I know. I had a pair and they just don't fit. I was going to put a little flashlight in there. Oh, Oh, God. Do you wear flip-flops or sandals? Oh, yeah. Flip-flops fit better now on that foot. Really? Oh, you got more space there, I guess. Yeah, yeah. The little pinky's not running off the edge anymore. It's great. Never thought about that. Scott, looking at the bright side there. Thank you, Scott. That's going to do it. I don't want to talk about this anymore. It's probably... Probably upsetting some people. This is the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Uh, we were talking a few minutes ago, but somebody had texted in and said, if you've got the recirculate button in your car, today would be a good day to use it. And then I thought I had turned our microphones off. But as it turns out, the discussion happened on the radio where I said, um, I don't know what the recirculate button does. And... I thought it brought air in from the outside, but apparently not. This person says, I call it the fart blocker button (laughs) for when big diesel trucks drop a black smoke bomb in front of me or on days like today. Mm, So so that's good, but I guess it's also a fart blocker from getting your fart out of the car. Well, it's for it. Basically, it should just be called the Dutch oven button. Yes. Because what what you're doing is you're (laughs) putting your loved ones in the Dutch oven at, you know, 110 kilometers an hour. Yeah. And you're in control of the Dutch oven button. It's like a plane. A plane is essentially a flying Dutch oven. It is, yes. Somebody should start... <laughs> oh, God. Somebody should start an airline called Dutch Oven Air. Mm. I would fly that. I I, I, uh, I think marketing it would be tough. Yeah. With that name. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, hang on. I was at the... Uh, God, this is the toughest thing I've ever said. I was at the garden center last night, Superstore, mm-hmm. James Mowat Trail. I went there with my beautiful bride to, uh, you know what? Hang on a second. When we got there, I brought this. Please believe in, oh, so the rest of my they were blasting 91.7 KISS FM. This is where we talk about other radio stations. They're just down the hallway from us. And they had KISS on. And they were playing this song. And everybody in the place was kind of dance shopping, like you might see in a commercial for a radio station. Oh, no. Yeah. It's getting hot in here, so take off all your clothes. I could listen to this whole song. I don't think I enjoy it nearly as much as you do. I love this song. What's wrong with you? It's not a good song. It's a great song. <laughs> it's got a catchy chorus. It does. And beyond that... Uh, but it's like people of all ages sort of doing, you know, fun mom shoulders. Mm. You know, like where they dance like this, they just move their shoulders. Ah, just looking at all the tulips. Yeah. And then I had to... Get, <laughs> so we went there for some potting soil. And I was... I'm just like, oh, I'll just grab it. I don't need a cart. Do you have any idea how heavy a bag of potting soil is? I do. How much is 20 kilograms in pounds? 40-ish. 40 pounds? take, yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to just grab this. And uh, I had to do the, uh, I'm going to go get a shopping cart. And then I had to come back with a cart. You throw it over your shoulder and you realize how bad a bag of potting soil smells. You're like, oh. And it kind of sags in the middle. So it's like you're trying to carry like a 40 pound wet pool noodle yeah it's wet for some reason oh my god at least i had this i mean 
That is an iconic chorus. It is. You're listening to the Garden Andrew Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Uh, how expensive is it to start an airline? Like ten or fifteen thousand dollars, maybe? Because I could probably come up with that. This stems from a conversation we were talking about. The we've all learned thanks to a listener this morning an important life hack for days like today, where you push the recirculate button if you have that in your car, which you know basically seals off the outside world and it just recirculates the air inside the car, so you don't pull in all that wildfire smoke. The downside is it also becomes the Dutch oven button. You push that thing. You let a little toot go, and everybody, you know, has to enjoy that smell because you're in charge of the Dutch oven. But it's it's very much like being on a plane. You're in a giant Dutch oven in the sky, and that's why I say we should start an airline just called Dutch Oven Air. I think I would fly that just based on the name itself. I don't enjoy the Dutch oven, but I just I don't know. I'm a sucker for things that I find funny. Go ahead. I was just—I uh, had an idea for your Dutch oven air. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, for your branding, you got to spell it like Dutchhoven air. Oh. So it's, <laughs> it's not exactly obvious until you get on the flight what's going to happen to you. <laughs> okay, I like this. It's sort of—it's a little subtle, and then if you know, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like what's the uh, Panacook House? It's like. They don't spell pancake like you would think. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Are you a marketing genius? Uh, I'd like to think so. Okay, what's your name? This is Aaron. Aaron, grow up. Uh, but thank you for your rich contribution to the show. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Somebody said it's more than $15,000 to start an airline. More? Yeah, so I don't think cool. I'll be starting an airline. God. Somebody texted, though, and said... Do you remember when Hooters tried starting an airline? I forgot all about that. That does not ring a bell to me. I even forgot that Hooters was still in business. Because, is there still one here? I don't know. Huh. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, whatever. I forgot all about them until I was in Saskatoon this past weekend. Did you know Saskatoon has a Hooters? They still have one. Yeah. Man, they have a Hooters and a... What's that other restaurant? Oh, Fuddruckers. Fuddruckers. Yeah. No Man. Ikea. No NHL team. No... Apparently, they don't have a Lush. You know that store that smells like... That sells the smelly soaps? Oh, I was oh. going to say it sounds like a paradise, but now I'm second guessing. But they do have a Hooters over there. Jeez, I'm sorry. I'm just Googling Hooters air. And you're right. It was a thing. Yeah. Didn't last very long was talking a few minutes ago about the... Um, I went to buy a bag of potting soil last night because my life's pretty punk. And I was with my beautiful bride, and I'm like, I don't need a cart. I'll just walk it. And it was like 40 pounds. It was too much to carry. And it was kind of wet and moist. Like, it felt heavier than 40 pounds. And the bag was kind of folding in the middle. It just was awkward, so I had to go get a cart. And then somebody said, I've had a bag of potting soil in my trunk for the past three years because I'm too lazy to carry it up to my apartment. Doesn't it stink? You would think. Soil stinks. It really smells. You know there's duty in it, right? 
And it is way heavier than you think it is. Uh, and I want to give credit to Sean in St. Albert. He's the guy that uh, called the recirculate button in your car. Car called it the fart blocker for when you pull up behind a big diesel truck. Yeah, it can go both ways, though. Yeah. Both ways. Keep the smell out or keep the smell in. Is it the fart blocker or is it the Dutch oven button? Uh, I'm going to start calling it the Dutch oven button. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Garner, do you really think that there's no way that Saskatchewan could handle an NHL team? No, this is nothing against the people of Saskatchewan. (laughs) But it's the whole province is a million people. And you don't have the TV audience and you don't have the corporate sponsorship to buy the, the suites, the season tickets. Nobody deserves an NHL team more than Saskatchewan because they would support it, but can they support it enough? Ah, uh, fair enough. Because, like, I don't know, I just look at the way that, like, the entire province of Saskatchewan rallies around the Rough Riders, and I feel like the audience is there, but I do forget about the fact that, like, it's not just the team, it's the arena and the infrastructure as well, that makes sense. Yeah, there's a lot more to it than just people. Yeah, breaks my heart though, because yeah, I don't know. It feels like I feel like a Saskatchewan NHL team. I feel like just that organization would yeah. be pretty wild if they happen to end up with one. And if they put the team in Regina, they got an awesome theme song built already for it. Oh, do they? Regina, experience Regina. <laughs> you walked right into that one, Regina. Experience Regina. Thanks for listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Theme music by Garner Andrews. Guests of the podcast enjoy old candy in a jar that's unlabeled. Mmm, mystery candy.